All right, All right. cue the music. Here we go. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Welcome Together podcast. This is Kyle. Glad to be hanging out with y'all today. Uh, I am here with Nick. Hey. Michael. Hey, hey. And guys, we are going to continue on our uh, little trilogy of the gathering, what what do we call it? Motto? Is that what we've been calling it? Mission Tagline? statement. Mission statement? Vision statement? Um, I mean, but everybody's seen it. Loving God, living Jesus, walking together. Today we're on part two. We've talked about loving God. Today we're talking about living Jesus. And either next week or the week after we'll talk about uh, walking together. But living Jesus. So... We kind of talked about where it comes from uh, on the last one, right? Loving God. Um, Jesus says it in Matthew 22. Uh, it's also in the Shema back in Deuteronomy. Um, can you read it for us, Nick? You got it pulled up? Yeah. All right. Matthew 22, starting verse 37. Jesus is replying to the question, Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? And Jesus tells them, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. That's that a pretty hefty statement. Is Matthew twenty two, thirty seven through 40. So... Um, you want to do a little recap on loving God before we jump into it? So loving God, um, if God is our first priority, should be your first priority, right? So right. how do you love God? How do you put him first? Um, how do you worship? Cause we all worship something, right? Mm-hmm. Whether we realize it or not. And so how do you worship God? Um, when we talked about worship, we talked about praise uh, worship, that word comes, worth-ship, what do you put yep. your worth in? What do you value? Talk about all those things. Uh, and that when, it's not just something I have to do. Right. right. Something I give. Because God to. gives us free will. Right. Which is why it is the greatest love. Right. Um, and because of that, it's something that I get to do God tells us how we talked about that tells us how to praise how to worship um, Psalms is all David gives us uh, some examples and models and and how worship isn't just singing three songs on Sunday morning right that worship is your life is it singing four songs no <laughs> And how do you live your life that way by kind of where the second part comes in? Jesus, the author, perfecter, pioneer, trailblazer, like we've been learning in Hebrews, of our faith, shows us how to be, because he's fully God and fully man, shows us how to be the ultimate man. Right. And how to do that. And so that's where the gospels kind of, and that, 
live in Jesus by living Jesus, you're going to love God. Right. Right. Because loving, loving God, the way you love him best and just, I guess to sum it all up is to do his will. Right. And nobody did the father's will like Jesus did. He lived, he lived God's will. Amen. Um, so, and really the expression of our love for God is how we live on a daily basis. Right. And so I think that's where, uh, cause none of us three came up with the tagline slogan mission statement. No. Um, it was already in place whenever we all got here, but I think that's where Bobby was coming from whenever he first penned it. Right. Was that it's our expression, you know, cause that's, that's kind of the, um, the identity statement for the gathering is that we're a worship community of people who love God. Of passionate Yeah, that's it. People. We're a worship community of passionate people who love God mm-hmm. by doing the praise, the worship, glorifying him. Right. Um and that and living Jesus is the expression of that because I mean and we get to worship the, anywhere. The living Jesus is more of the corporate community aspect of that second that commandment, the second commandment, love loving your neighbor. Right. And so yes it originally it came from God. Right, right. Bobby just put it in a way in a Baptist way, three points. <laughs> uh, if you're Baptist, you're laughing with us, and if you're not, you're probably confused. But anyway, put something in the comments, and we'll explain. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. Loving your neighbor. It's funny because my I had a flashback to my grandpa, and he. Uh, I remember being little. I remember being like eight years old. And it's like, a sermon is an introduction, three points, <laughs> uh-huh. and an invitation. That's right. That's a like down to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> I remember that all too well. Oh, man. Yeah. It, you, you throw in a fourth point, man. People are lost. No, they're, they're going to be tapping their watch. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> they're looking at you. That's right. Uh, which got, it is, we laugh about it. Uh, it all goes back to uh, what are you putting your worth in? <laughs> right. And are you dying yep. to yourself? Right. And um, so let's get into this little <laughs> Jesus point. Um, how do you live Jesus? What is living Jesus? So it, I think it goes back to something that you say very often is that uh, it's simple but it ain't easy because what I think whenever you live Jesus that means that you're not you're not living living, for yourself you're not living Kyle right right exactly Um, so it requires a little bit of uh, a little bit of dying to yourself in there and not really a little but Uh, a lot completely yeah, yeah. yeah right um but yeah, so like, what what does that look like? And um, there was a verse that immediately, uh, set of verses that popped in my head when we were talking about this, and it's uh, Colossians three verses one through four. If I can read that for us real quick, it says, "If then you have been raised with Christ, 
Seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth, for you have died. That's the key verse right here, uh, key portion. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. So that's that's the only way that you can actually live. Jesus is to not live. Kyle, Michael, Nick, insert your name here. Um, I mean that that requires you giving up all. Uh, that just requires a complete and total surrender, and submission, right? Um, which again, is simple. It's just not easy. So I heard that before and I was thinking them back and just my question would be, how do you die to yourself? And because that was my question. Like, I understand what you're saying, but I don't know how to do that. Right. And not only do I not know how to do that, I don't want to. Right. Yeah. Right. So where do I start? Let's see. What does surrender look like? So I, where I started was by praying, Yeah, God, I don't know how to surrender. Yeah. I don't want to surrender, but I know I need you and I know I need to surrender. So would you help me? Would you show me? Right. Mm. Yep. And it started from there. Right. So you don't have to be a theologian or a pastor Right. Or you don't have to necessarily know anything about the Bible to surrender. Yeah. And when you then do it and begin to realize how much God loves you, it is overwhelming. Like, God, you've set this up in a way that somebody like me who does not care about you who does not want to die to themselves who does not love you can begin to realize who you are and who i who i who you created me to be right that's it's hard to explain right it's realizing that there's something better yeah and shifting your focus from i've got everything i need to I don't have anything in reality and Christ has it all. And uh, I think that's part of the reason why Jesus, you know, in the Beatitudes in the Sermon on the Mount said, blessed are the poor in spirit. Right. Um, He's not but, talking about financially. Nope. And it's... Uh, that's a whole nother podcast. Right. The Beatitudes and oh, Sermon yeah. on the Mount. That'd be a whole series. Well, you could spend a year on right. that. But um, live in Jesus. Um, so you know you need to die to yourself. Right. To begin to be that representative of Christ and to try to figure out what an example of Christ was in... You know, I think about the vine and the branches in John chapter 15. Like, right. 
and in John chapter 17 when he's praying and and Jesus is saying is talking about you know I'm I'm in them and you are in me and I'm in you and and we're in them when he's saying that whole thing and it sounds kind of confusing <laughs> yeah uh, but what he's saying is if if you remain in me I only say what the father tells me to say right and you're only gonna you want to know God and know me right you want to know God's personality you want to know God who God is then die to yourself and and follow Jesus right and so he gave us this wonderful I hate even calling it a book because it's not it's it's a library of books right right yeah it's an instruction manual on life basic instructions before you leave earth <laughs> you ever heard that? <laughs> no, no, I haven't heard that. But there you go. So, well, let me ask you then: what are the what are the things that you can specifically kill off? What do you need to? Because I think it actually says it in there. He said, "Love the Lord with all your uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength." So, what are the things that you are doing? What are the things in your own heart that need to be put to death? that aren't of God? What are the things in your soul? What are the things in your mind? And what are the things that you're doing in your own strength that you don't need to? So something that helped me was trusting somebody enough or having somebody ask me, hey, Kyle, you are ready to die to yourself or you want want to try. Right. Okay. Well, what does a day in the life of Kyle look like? From the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. You remember that whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. And truthfully, as honest as you're going to be is as much as you're going to get out of it. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, have, and if you don't have anybody, then that's where I would start is spending time with somebody and getting to know them or trusting them, Right. Um. So if you have to start there, start there. Right. But when I wrote down, when I or even thought about my day, well, I don't read my Bible. How am I going to know God? Right. I don't like reading my Bible. So then I had to back up. Lord, and then I start, Lord, I don't like reading my Bible because I don't understand it and I need you to help me. Right. Mm-hmm. That was the whole reason I went to school. Yeah. Because I hate school. <laughs> Hated school. Yep. And But I knew how much God loved me, and I knew that I deserve, that he deserved for me to at least try. Right. Right. Ooh. Yep. So I just started trying, and... That's all I really. That's all she wrote. It's not. It's easy. It's not. It's not. It's simple. Sorry. I was about to say it ain't easy. It's not easy. It's still not easy. Right. But so then something I want to caution everybody is you'll start doing that and you'll start getting these spiritual victories and you'll start beginning to see God's love and you'll get overwhelmed and you'll get caught up in the spirit and you'll do things like get baptized and. 
right. or get saved and get baptized or or maybe you've walked away from the faith and you'll come back to the faith and you'll get baptized again by the Holy Spirit or you'll have this revelation with God and you'll get called back to him and and then you'll think you you kind of graduated or you right you're sanctified and now I don't I'm praying and I'm reading my Bible and I'm in this good routine or habit and I'm not such an a-hole as I was right to my girlfriend or my wife or whoever or my kids and so now I'm pretty good so I can I can kind of you can relax take my foot off the gas and put her on cruise control and you know Get There's that, a great get, temptation to do getting that. that lead toe bogging. Y'all ever heard that? What? <laughs> when I'm driving and my head's nodding, I'll tell Chrissy, "Well, I just got just put on my lead toe bogging." <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never heard. Anyway, of that. didn't mean to get off. Um, no, I think I. I mean, that's a good point. You though. think you think you've graduated? You think, and you don't mean to, but you think like I I can take a break but it's a daily dine right and then what fine and so the reason you need the reason ephesians if you've never read ephesians you need to read ephesians to understand a bunch of things but mainly the unity of the body and why it's important to have people around you and to be a body uh because we all need each other and each body part has a function and and putting on the armor of God, and and it just reminds you, it's a daily thing, right? And if you don't have people around, you're going to talk yourself into and out of things all the time. Yep. And you're going to go in a circle more, and there's not going to be anybody there to catch you, or to help you, or to say, "Hey, brother, I love you enough to tell you what you don't want to hear because I don't care what you think about me." Yep. And we talk. That comes to the walking together, though. Yes, sorry, but um, living Jesus. So we we've talked about dying to yourself, right? And Jesus gives that command to the disciples, right? Right. Take up your cross and follow me. Yep. Uh, was it Peter and John? Uh, there's four fishermen, right? Yeah, sons of thunder. James, James and John. John, Peter, Andrew. Yep. Yeah. So he calls four fishermen, kind of, you know, and tells them, leave everything. Right. So you have to be willing to let go of everything. Right. Yep. You can't just add Jesus to your life. You have yeah. to make him right. your life. And that's, what, that's why I love that verse, man. Uh, because it says, when Christ who is your life. I mean, there is no... There's no caveat there. There's no uh, asterisk. There's there's nothing that says Jesus. like when it doesn't say when Christ who is part of your life, when Christ who is uh, someone you hang out with on Sundays, and says when Christ who is your life. Amen. So the other side of that I think about is if you if you're if you're trying to do that. Right. Um, how in living Jesus, how can we 
be the best representation of him to others. Right. So, so this is, uh, that leads into, uh, a part that I was want to talk about. And so loving God is like a personal expression. Yeah. Right. Living Jesus is the, um, like an outward expression towards others. And so that's where, uh, the living Jesus can sometimes get a little bit complicated and messy is because it involves people. Right. So living Jesus is never going to be an easy thing. Um, it's going to be simple, but it's it's just not easy because in theory and in our own plans and in our own thought processes and everything, everything works out really smoothly. That's just not, that's just not life. But I mean, we still have that, uh, that command to live Jesus. And so, um, so since we've been put to death living for Christ, and I think the best way to look at that is, I mean, how, how did Jesus live? I mean, that's what we said last time is, you know, not to put it in a uh, corny way, but like, what what would Jesus do? Like asking ourselves seriously in every moment, what would Jesus do? Because if we want to live Jesus, that's got to be the question in the back of our mind. Yeah. And, and you saying that just reminded me, like, that's why it's a daily, like, I, you, we forget so much, so fast. Right. Um, right now, I, off the top of my head, I can't even tell you to be attitudes. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like yep. constantly being remind. if I want to be in a, a representative of Christ, I need to know his example. Right. And so daily I need an example of that. And so he gives it to us through his word. Right. And that motivates me. Yeah. Because then it's not just some habitual thing that I do because it's what I'm supposed to do. Right. Um, the other side, the people side of that, people are terrible. <laughs> right. Guess what? I'm one of them. Right. Right. So we're all a bunch of sinners. Keep that in mind. Give each other grace. Yep. You know, try again. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's what Jesus did. You like you got I, something to say, I Michael? I think the I think the whole like what would Jesus do? Uh, you know, we all remember having those bracelets and whatnot, and, right? Uh, that fad. Uh, uh, but I was thinking, you know, on on Sunday mornings, uh, I, I do AV here. Uh, in case you're listening and you don't know me, uh, but uh, Sunday mornings I'm going, and uh, and we're, you know I think everybody around the churches is, is uh, you know we got we got we're focused right. on this goal and, uh, and working in audio visual, you know, equipment goes out and, uh, and it's, it's in my nature to just say, Oh, I'll fix it or I'll, you know, uh, run right. and, and take care of it myself. I don't, I'm not thinking like, uh, whenever I'm trying to explain to a volunteer, uh, you know, uh, I'm not thinking about grace. I'm thinking about getting it done. Right, right. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, as uh, as Larry the Cable Guy would say, <laughs> get her done. Well, that just goes back to, um, it's a daily thing. Yeah. Right. Um, you take off the old and put on the new, like a coat every day. Um, 
That's in Ephesians right. as well. Yeah, yeah. Michael, you had a verse. Yeah. Uh, I thought we were going to make it there earlier, but uh, it's... Uh, so Ephesians 4 talks about the unity um, of the body of believers in Christ, and Ephesians 5 starts out with, Therefore be imitators of God, as dearly loved children, and walk in love as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us, a sacrificial and fragrant offering to God. Mm-hmm. That dying to yourself and just and taking off that coat and whoo. You say in that last part in my Bible, I wrote beside that verse, how do you smell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a sacrificial and fra- sacrificial and fragrant do, offering. Do I God. smell pleasing to God or do I right. stink? Ooh. Because my attitude and my heart, do they right. stink? Yeah. And it just can, the reason I wrote that question is because so every time I, you know, you, I'm asking myself, how do you smell? Yeah. Yep. I smell pleasing to the Lord. That's good. I hope I smell like sandalwood. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's that fragrance from a Yankee candle? Midnight, midnight something. Midnight skies. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It's the dark the black one. Yeah. yeah. The black one. I don't remember. I don't remember. No, man. There ain't too many smells that smell greater than Aloha. <laughs> Look, we're about to get. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was Ephesians 5 1. No, uh, five, be one imitators, though. I, I mean, yeah. Is, that's where that WWJD came from, though. Yeah. You know, it's because we, that is the only way to live, Jesus, is to think and do like Jesus did. And the thing, I mean, if you were to sum, let me ask y'all, if y'all were to sum up Jesus's life in two sentences, how would you do it? We can flex on the two sentences a little bit, but if you were to sum it up, what did he do? I th- I think of a prayer that I've heard. Uh, he He lived the life we couldn't live, but died the death that we deserve. Right. Yeah, that's the gospel. That's the good news. That's the great right. news. That is, you know, he came down. He gave up heaven mm-hmm. and came to earth for me, for you, to die a death we should have died. Right. He covered us up on the cross. Right. And took the keys from hell. Yep. I don't know a better love story, a better superhero story yeah. than that. Right. And in doing those things, he loved God and loved others. Yeah. And that's what living Jesus looks like. And that is why, like, when when he's in the garden before they're coming to arrest him and he's praying, it shows his full humanity, but it also shows, like, his surrender mm-hmm. and his willingness to God. Like, God, if there's any other way, let's do it. Let's do that. Right, right. Yeah. But. Your will be done. Right. Because I know who you are. Right. And it's not about me. Right. And I believe, we talked about it a little bit Wednesday, but he had ultimate joy when he was on the cross because he fully fulfilled his purpose. Right. Yeah. And so when you surrender like that, when you follow that model 
and you fully surrender, you full sin, that is when you have the most joy. <laughs> when you and it yeah. doesn't matter fear. Another way it is said is God places the biggest rewards on the maximum side of fear or faith. Yeah. However you want to say it. Yep. Yep. Because you're giving up all of you for a greater purpose. Yeah. And so um, it's funny. Of all people, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Even Stevens, right? Anybody yeah. remember Disney Holes. Channel? I was thinking Holes, Transformers. Yeah. Well, if you've noticed, he hasn't been in a movie. Right. Long time. Hot minute. He's only done one movie. And Is that Peanut Butter Falcon? Oh. So Peanut Butter Falcon, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just look him up on YouTube. He does an interview with Bishop Barron. He does an interview with John Barenthal. And he kind of gives his testimony and why he's been missing. And he does this Padre Pio Saint. Um, Padre Pio, um, it's like a Franciscan monk. Um, that's the only movie he's doing. Anyway, Shia LaBeouf is explaining this. Uh, found Christ and explains like, you know, how he would have lived his life differently if he would have known that right earlier. Yeah. Um, but there's true joy in doing something that costs a lot. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So especially everything that you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the last, last thing that we were going to, really mentioned was uh because going back to that colossians 3 passage um seek the things that are above right and we i mean i think all in all we've probably covered it but uh, yeah no um, I, I was just you know what does that what does that look like though to specifically seek the things that are above because i think again jesus is the perfect example here you know we've got the hebrews verse right there you know, fixing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith. Uh, he was perfect at it, you know. So he sought the things that were above, and that's like chasing after God and the things that he cares about uh, and his will, right? Yeah. Um, so really, I mean, if I had to give a short answer of, uh, of that, of seeking the things that are above, I think that would be it. It's just seeking out God's will in every area and aspect of life. And surrendering to the point where that's that's all that's left. So there's a hymn that uh, that I love, and I don't love a lot of hymns. <laughs> um, They're so good, they are. But turn your eyes upon Jesus. Yeah, it's one of my favorite ones. But and so Jesus ascended back to heaven. So when it says, "Fix your eyes on things above." Just like the hymn says, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wondrous grace, and the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Mm. And another way to say, look up instead of around. Right, yeah. Because when you're looking up, when you fix your eyes on Jesus, when you set your mind on things above, you don't have time for the stuff around you to distract you. Right. Everything else doesn't matter. Yep. 
Ooh, I kind of got chills on that, to be honest. <laughs> Everything else grows. When we sing down. that hymn on Sunday corporately, yeah, I feel like I can levitate. Yeah, when you hear everybody singing it, mm-hmm. yep. I mean it's a out of body experience almost. We had to tell Jerry we're gonna have to pull an audible. Yep, yep. I'll let Scott know. <laughs> it's like an amp. Yeah, honestly though, yeah. All joking aside, it's one of my favorites too. Uh, so that's kind of what I mean. Yeah, we could go into all the details or examples of what are things are above, but just to summarize it, to simply put it, you know, and it goes back to what you put in is what's going to come out. So, uh, heavenly things, things that are eternal. What are some things that are eternal? God, heaven, Jesus, Jesus. Sunday school answers. Yeah. But I mean, so what yeah. else I is mean, eternal? There's, no, no, no. there's very few. <laughs> so yeah. that's why, you know, I meant for it to be uh, cliche or whatever. Yeah. But it ain't easy, but it's simple. It's not yeah. rocket surgery. Right. So, uh, yeah. I it, think we've... Uh, Wrap this one up, y'all. If um if you have any questions, comments about anything we've said or or that maybe we haven't fully explained to your understanding, please uh, email those. Put them in the comments on the uh, podcast wherever you listen to it, and uh, we'd love to respond to you. Um, this has been the Walking Together podcast. Thank you for. Uh, for listening uh you can it, like subscribe share this podcast rate it give us a five star rating more people can see it um and it can be an honest five star review if you think it sucked you can say that but yeah you just hurt our feelings but it, if you but give it five, give five stars, stars more people will see that you thought it was bad exactly <laughs> uh if that makes any sense um questions uh not just about this episode but uh future episodes or or something you have a question about whether it was from sunday or about life struggles anything uh we would love to try to answer it yeah and uh send it to you can send it to the gathering surfcity.com slash podcast well, or you can, can email it to podcast at thegatheringsurfcity.com Minus the. Minus the. Podcast with an S. S- yeah. With us. <laughs> At gatheringsurfcity.com. Thank y'all for listening. We love you. We're out. Later. Woo.